welcome to another episode of Create Brevity. This is your host, E-Director, and we have a very special treat this week. We're going to do something a little bit different. I know I'm usually kind of picking a topic or maybe answering some questions that you guys have about manifesting, but for this week, I actually have a very special guest. Um, His name is Greg, and we'll get into sort of his socials in a minute, but he is an amazing TikToker. He's has some great conscious manifesting tips and techniques. And I think he's well on his way to becoming a very good friend of mine. And I just want to kind of share this moment with him. Um, I really respect him. I respect his views and his advice and his hot takes. And for this week, I kind of wanted to just kind of talk to him, have a little Q&A session directly with him. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. And you're, you're really about to get a wonderful treat. So I just want to welcome you, Greg. Thank you so much for making the time to talk and for joining us today. Thank you so much yes. for joining us Pod. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, before you begin, um, Greg, do you want to have our listeners kind of, do you want to explain where they can look you up, where they might be able to find you? Because I'm sure once they're done listening to this episode, they're really going to want to get on that. So do you have, yeah, go ahead. Of course. Um, It's on TikTok and it's uh, Greg F, um, G-R-E-G, then a capital F, or it's King Greg F is the username. Um, I'm only there right now. I do plan to make the switch uh, to have more of a a YouTube presence as well. And um, also on Instagram, but for right now, TikTok is, is kind of the way to go. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, amazing. T- they're so funny and they're so clever. And, you know, Greg has a really, I think it's a talent. He's very succinct, but he's really, really good at explaining everything from the basics of conscious manifestation all the way to like more complex topics. So I hope you guys really will get on that TikTok and you'll follow him because it, it packs a punch for being, those videos being as short as they are. So I love it. And I'm just, I feel like I've manifested this conversation. Um, And I just want to tell the viewers, I I actually, Greg was one of the first friends I met in a kind of a manifesting group that we're in. And um, I couldn't get into the group. And I remember sending a kind of desperate SOS and he was the only person that answered it. And I have been watching him and following him ever since. So I, I really do feel like I manifested this, but yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm, sure. I'm speechless. I can't, I can't believe we're doing this. I'm excited. Oh, thank you. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, so Greg, I, um, the listeners kind of know my backstory a little bit. Um, I'm a certified life coach and I found conscious manifesting, you know, the way that we all do, because I, there was something that I wanted that I felt like I was missing. And I felt like conscious manifesting was going to get me there. And when I started getting into it and I started learning more about Neville Goddard and and law of assumption, I really, I found so much more than I was expecting. You know, I found a whole different lifestyle, a different way of looking at life. And I was wondering, you know, we don't have to get too into the weeds, of course, but was there, could you share just a little bit about the beginning of your journey? Just so I think people could definitely relate, you know? I yeah, find that we're all at the same place in a way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, we kind of find our way, like you said, 
um, we find that we're missing something or something just eludes us and with we can't quite figure out why why can't we have this what's going on and you go searching for answers and i'm a firm believer in um, we get this type of information when we're ready for it so like a lot of people i found my way through uh of course from TikTok and youtube uh from law of attraction um like i i've also read the secret and all that and it was very mm -hmm mumbo jumbo-y kind of I don't I didn't really follow it all that much but then I found the law of assumption and it kind of clicked for me and it it really opened my eyes like you said it's not just to get the thing it's a, a total reboot of us yeah yeah and, you know, we we had spoke a little bit about this, you know, before we started the, the episode, but what I found is the more I get into the state and understanding what that means, I realized that so many things are connected together. Different books I had read as in college, you know, or as a teenager where I didn't really understand what they were talking about, but they were really talking about manifestation. They use different words, you know, maybe they're talking euphemistically, but it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember reading Psycho-Cybernetics um, in college, a professor had recommended it, and it was all about reprogramming your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And I think back on that book now, and I realize, oh, that was basically just rewriting your story. That was yep. just changing your narrative. I just didn't understand what that what that meant. You know, I didn't understand what it means to think about your brain as like a computer that you can kind of reprogram or overhaul. Mm -hmm. And it, it was only now that I have the filter and the perspective of manifestation that I can really understand it and kind of see all these little bridges that mm -hmm. kind of got me here. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, quite interesting because there is of course that overlap that people, I don't know why they kind of, drew lines in the sand but there is a lot of overlap and it it doesn't really necessarily need to be there it but if you can get down to the basics of your thoughts your dominant beliefs um, your assumptions are the thing that will create around you and let it happen then you know you can practically create whatever you want for yourself yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is, you know, in our manifesting group, we talk about this, but how we are limitless. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, what I love about your, your TikToks and the amazing advice that you give is that you always kind of, you focus it on that limit, that limitlessness, you know, sometimes on the, I like to say, you know, we're made out of stardust, really, if you think about it. The fact that we're alive and we're on this planet um, is kind of a miracle in a lot of ways. And I think we forget that. And so if we can remember that that's who we are, that we are limitless, that we're stardust, then you, every, you're absolutely right. You know, we can get everything that we want. Yep. And in my... Absolutely anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my view, there's the only, the only limitation that should ever come up is the fact that we are flesh and bone. That's the only limitation. Everything else, yeah. it's free reign. 
go for yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And I just, um, I know you and I kind of agree on this as well, which makes me, I'm so, I'm just chuffed about that. But I know that there's a lot of people on YouTube and TikTok, you know, who are a little bit, maybe a little bit newer to the process or, you know, because they're on their own journey, right? And they're at a certain point in their journey. But there's a lot of pushback. And I have a lot of people who listen to the podcast and they they really worry about the ST manifestation, right? They feel mm-hmm. like, is it possible? Am I controlling them? You know, I have people who they are so upset with themselves if they feel like they make a mistake, right? They're so hard on themselves. And I know I can relate to that. And the listeners know, because I've shared a little bit about my SP manifestations, but it took me a really long time to realize that kind of the technique isn't important. To be honest with you, the SP is not important. You know, the only thing that matters is how I not only how I feel about the situation, but like we just discussed, us remembering who we are in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I love your TikToks because you always kind of push that idea as well. And that just makes me so happy to, to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where this is this is us. We are the only ones that we have. And mm-hmm. if we're not going to have a little bit of levity, if but grounded in certain facts that we know then you're gonna you're gonna burn yourself out this is not this is not to get something this is to get yourself then everything else will conform around you you I like to use um like I'm a I'm a video game guy so I say Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we're we're already the complete video games everything else is just DLC Okay, yeah, like I love that. They'll, they'll add it on and it might enhance things, it might do certain things for you, but we're we are complete. Mm-hmm. Everything else is just stuff. Yeah. <laughs> great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. But <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I I'll I'm pretty candid about it, but it took me months to get to that point. And I really burned out you know, Greg, I don't remember if you remember me telling you this, but after about six months of painstakingly managing every thought, at least I I thought I was, and watching every single thing that I was saying, living in delusion at times, you know, honestly, I, at the time I didn't realize it, but looking back, I was, you know, definitely had moments of that. I completely just, I didn't like give up on manifesting or necessarily the manifestation, but I, I had to walk away from it, from all of the mm-hmm. techniques. Mm-hmm. I literally got to a point where I said, I can't live like this anymore because watching every thought, you know, watching every word that comes out of my mouth towards people, because I'm terrified I'm going to, you know, speak something into existence that, you know, isn't going to work out well in my favor, you know, and uh, you know, I, this is so hilarious, but I'll admit it to you and the view and the listeners. Um, I was the person that would, I tried setting a plate mm. at the dinner table. I was yeah. that person, not mm-hmm. every single night, but you know, I would call it like my date night or something like that, or my, you know, di- like business dinner day or something. And I would, I would set it. 
And I didn't have expectations of an instant manifestation, but I thought, you know, if I do this every day for four months, like, of course, like it's going to work, you know? Yeah. And I would have all of these techniques and I would still go to bed every single night disappointed, you know, because I would wake up in the morning and I was like, today's the day, you know, I'm going to get everything that I want. It's going to be a great day. And I would hold that expectation and I would get to a point where I'd crash and I would have to raise myself up and crash. And after about six months of doing that, I realized that I was actually worse off emotionally Mm -hmm. than I was. And I had to, I had to stop. I had to stop. I was Mm -hmm. at burnout. And I started telling myself, I believe things are going to work out for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I obviously can't control when, but I think they're going to work out. And it's okay if I can't see it right now. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that I don't have any proof because I don't need proof to just walk away. Yeah. I don't need to do any of these techniques. Everything's still going to work out. I, I would have to repeat that over and over until I finally got to the point where I, w- I could start believing those words and I was comfortable with them. And that's really what got the ball moving for me. And, um, you know, the reason I say that is I'm not one of those coaches that recommends burning out. There are, there are coaches that believe it or not, do believe that, you know, they, I think, you know, as a, like kind of a way to fast track, but I'm not one of those people because I don't think it has to hurt that much, right? It has to be as painful as all that. No. And I think I experienced that, 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 that pain and that heartache so that the people that I work with don't ever have to do that. And yeah. And so I'm, my question for you is, did you have something like that where you just got burned out and you stopped? Or were you, you know, kind of like a wunderkind? And you kind of just like got it right away. And you had that like real clicky moment and it was just like everything snapped into place. Well, I didn't really have a, a burnout per se. I did have some major doubts, um, some major 3D stuff that just kind of blew up in my face. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we, we always think, oh, God, this is the opposite of what I wanted. Well, how did this happen now? What do I have to what in my self-concept do I have to go back to now? But it wasn't so much that it was the faith in general. You know what I mean? It wasn't, mm. it wasn't yeah. specifically anything really to do with um, a circumstance or anything else. It was just, I know what I want and I have to stick to it. And yeah. so that's when I stopped kind of, paying attention I guess to the to unfavorable stuff and Mm -hmm. it's it's not like uh it it didn't hurt but at the same time it didn't affect me either because I was like okay I have to make the conscious decision that no matter what I am getting what I want no matter what whatever I do is working just like you said. And I think that's what a lot of people, like you said, we, they burn out because they're doing all these techniques, the affirmations, the visualizations, the sats, the, um, Mm -hmm. the, the scripting and everything. And then they look up and they're like, well, I've, I've done all this. I, I kind of believe it, but where, where is it? And it's just, 
you have to get that underlying belief of everything is already mine. It's already made. I don't have to do anything else. I really don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the, the flip in my mind when I stopped affirming for things and I just sat with myself and I, I focused inward at the state. And I said, mm. I know, I know whatever I want, I'm going to get eventually. I don't really care about yeah. the now. I'm going to get through the now because I've always gotten through the now because mm-hmm. we, that's what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. um, and, and to say that this is already in the past, what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, it's already done. It, we already thought yeah. this it, ages ago. It's probably a long time yeah. coming. So now we just have to mm-hmm. get through it. We have to know what we want and know that we're going to get it because we're constantly doing it anyway. So might as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love that you said that. That's incredible. And you know, it's, um, it's so great because I just love hearing the peace in your voice when you talk about that. And it's, I just, um, yeah, like that's it. What Greg just said, everything that you need to know, which is that you need to make a choice. And it's a choice that at first it feels like you're constantly having to make, right? One thing will pop up and you have to make the choice. You'll get a negative thought and you have to make the choice. But after a while, it just becomes second nature. You know, choosing yourself becomes second nature. And I think that um, I posted a TikTok myself earlier yesterday, and it was uh, something that was in a book called Living Untethered. And it was talking about how part of detaching and, and letting go not only of your manifestations, but of limiting beliefs is you have to change kind of your relationship with your brain. And I, you know, like I, like I told you, I kind of just had to like talk myself into being like, everything's going to work out for me. It's okay. Um, But the other thing is I actually realized um, that my brain, it was, it was just telling me something that I already knew. That's Mm -hmm. all I can do. It doesn't predict the future for me. It's just taking data from unfortunate negative things that have happened in the past. It's Mm -hmm. compiling them together in like a little film reel. And it's Mm -hmm. just playing them for me because it thinks that if I can get all the information possible, I'm not going to do something dumb. That's going to make me feel even worse. And I really had to realize that's all it's doing. It's Mm -hmm. not predicting the future for me it's not even really making a decision for me. I'm still making the decision, right? But what it's doing is it's just providing a service. And once I started thinking of it that way, I realized I cannot listen to my brain if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I can say no. And eventually it will learn that I don't want the information and it stops giving it to me. But until then, it's just me kind of practicing how how to say no. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know if you ever had anything like that. You know, people call it their ego, right? Or self-concept work. Did you have a lot of self-concept work or ego stuff to, oh, to yeah. kind of deal I with think, before started? I think um, even now, I think we, we deal with ego constantly, um, especially in the beginning. Yeah, I had some pretty unfavorable stories of romance of relationships of love I mean I grew up in a pretty 
a good household. There wasn't mm -hmm. um, any trauma. I've had a lot of health issues, but there wasn't a lot of relationship type things. And for me, everything relates back to each other. I mm -hmm. constantly felt that I, because of my ailments, even though I unconsciously, I didn't know anything about law of assumption or law of attraction or anything. I, I like I've said in the group, um, I basically said in the hospital, um, no, I'm going to get over whatever you guys throw at me. You can do whatever you want to me. I'm going to, I'm going to get over this. Don't worry. But I always had that through thought. But later on, when it came to romantic type stuff, I constantly had a through line of, well, who's going to want me? I'm, I'm already broken. I'm, I, I might be confident. I might be charismatic, but nobody's going to want to put up with this. Nobody's going to yeah. want to love me. And that's really what I had to work on. Um, yeah. And even now, I mean, there, there are times where I do go a little bit backward a bit, but then uh, the new story kind of takes over and it's yeah. like, wait, wait, aren't uh, you, you've been saying that we're, we're perfect the way that we are, that we're wanted and chosen. I mean, is that not, oh yes, yes, that's, that's what we want. That's what we are. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Then, yeah. Then it goes around from there. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, thank you for sharing that, by the way, I really appreciate it. And I know our, our listeners, they're really going to appreciate it too. Cause, um, and I, the reason why I bring that up and I've talked about sort of my self-concept stuff as well, but I was adopted and mm. unconsciously, cause I was never embarrassed about being adopted and I was very open about it, you know, to friends and other people in my life. But I always felt like, and I can see it now, but it always felt like I needed someone else who wasn't me to tell me it was, it was okay, that yeah. they are going to be stick around, that they yeah. cared about me. Even if whatever I did, if someone else didn't co-sign that or they didn't feel like it was something special, it didn't feel special to me. Even if I liked it, even if it was something I enjoyed or something I thought I thought I was good at. And I let that, that run to me for a long time. Um, and I, I really had to work on that. And for me, it, it kind of manifested itself in I have, I have a lot of boundary stuff, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't realize, but I would put up these weird kind of boundaries with people. Um, and also with myself, but then I would also be very lax about boundaries in other ways as well yeah. because I I didn't really want it to be left or rejected you know and um when it came to uh you know business relationships and romantic relationships you know obviously it did it played against me um in a lot of ways because I would attract people in or I would assume people in right and then I would have all these different types of boundaries and eventually that would kind of neutralize our relationship and instead of me fighting for it or me saying, standing up for myself, you know, and saying, this is what I want, I would just accept it because of course, you know, this is what always happens. Like I'm on, I get it, you know, almost like I thought that was all I deserved in a way. Mm -hmm. And it was um, what manifesting gave to me. And it, when I, when I say it's like a lifestyle is 
I was really able to see that that's what I was doing. And regardless of anything that I've manifested or I'm working on, that is priceless. Just being oh, God, aware yeah. of that mm-hmm. and, and, and being aware of the fact that I can do something about that, that has mm-hmm. meant the world to me. And I really, because I think a lot of times with our, with our, our listeners and probably with some of the people that follow you on TikTok as well, I think we, we want the thing so much because of what it means to us yes. and what we think it says about us or, or what we think it, like, it's like an achievement. And mm-hmm. the truth is that feeling of peace in your heart, that is the first movement. That is the yeah. first bit of movement, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not something you can see, but it's, it's there and it, it gives you so much comfort. And yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just I really appreciate you sharing that and sharing yeah. that little part of yourself. And and like I say, uh, I think I've mentioned it to you before. This mm-hmm. me here, you wouldn't have recognized me a year and a half ago. I would never have done this. I would never have even made a TikTok. I would have been a, a nameless, faceless account. I I simply didn't think I had anything to contribute. And it wasn't until law of assumption or conscious mm-hmm. manifestation in general that, like you said, we do see those cycles and it's like, wow, that's not me. That's not somebody that I want to be, yeah. but I know I, that I can change it. I know that, yeah. that I'm capable. And mm-hmm. being charismatic and being confident is is different from being self-assured from being absolutely understood and absolutely wanted and chosen not only by yourself everybody else so and I think that um first of all I'm so grateful that you found manifesting just for us because when I first you know started talking to you in the group you were incredibly full of life, so charismatic, like you said. And I think that if you weren't on TikTok, it, so many people would be missing out. And I'm just really grateful that you decided to make that and decided to choose you and, you know, and realize that you're worth this and like more success and all, all the success, right? And I'm kind of with you on that too, because when I first started all of this, I had a, a partner that I was working with and I, I felt when we decided to kind of go our separate ways because we had different opinions on where the, you know, where our business was going. Basically, they wanted to talk more about the science. I wanted to talk more about spirituality. And it was kind of a clean break. Mm-hmm. Um, and that devastated me because it felt like, how can I do this by myself? I need someone to validate, you know, my ideas and my thoughts. And why did I choose to die on this hill, so to speak? You know, I should have just changed my mind and I should have just agreed with her and what I realized is that that was probably my the first step of my self-conscious really being like no you really believe in this stuff you you've seen it you know it works okay we're not going back on that and even if it means doing this by yourself because you can do it by yourself and I and um, that was the first step for me that was a huge boundary for me and I was one of the first boundaries I've ever really enforced in a, in a business type way. And, um, so I completely agree with you and yeah, I just, 
I, I don't know, Greg, I can't imagine you not, I don't know, not, I can't imagine you not saying anything, honestly. It's like, I, I can't even see it. Cause it, I think you're like, kind of like born for it in a way. Yeah. That, that old man is, is dead and buried. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I say, it's, it's one of those things where you really, I, I really did have to separate the confidence from what's going on inside because I, I was always the charismatic one, the confident one, but I would say a one-liner or something in the middle of a party, but then I'd slink back into the corner. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, I deserve my place. I know, I know where I should be. And yeah. it's not, it's not a cockiness. It's a, a self-assuredness. And yeah. I, I try to explain like the difference between cockiness and what we do, because we can go into something saying it's automatically going to go my way. And mm-hmm. depending on who is, who's hearing you basically, they go automatically to, oh, aren't you pompous? It's like, no, pompous would be, I'm going to bulldoze over everybody. But self-assuredness is, no, I'm I'm patiently waiting because I already know it's mine. I already know yeah. this version of me is already here. I'm just accessing it. I'm just letting it mm-hmm. happen. So, yeah, exactly. You're you're letting your energy and the way that you're so tuned in to that, you're letting that change the, the pace, mm-hmm. right? You're trusting that your idea, that your words, that your actions are so right in that moment that everyone else is going to respond to that. Because that's, that's, I've tried to kind of break it down for people. And really, when we say conscious manifesting, I love the spirituality, of course, but what we're really doing is we're just focusing, we're taking our will, you know, we're taking our attention and we're focusing where it wants to go. And we're focusing so hard that nothing is going to get in the way of that. And that's really what we're doing. And when something flashes before your eyes, you know, kind of like a deer in the headlights moment, it's okay, right? Because moving through that is part of the journey. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you just pick yourself up, you know, you take that deep breath and you just move through your stress. It's just not letting the stress stop you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So now that we've got into the deep stuff and we just love each other, (laughs) um, I did want to ask you some fun questions. Um, Sure. When you first started consciously manifesting, you're probably like me where you're kind of testing the law out. You know, you're not really sure if it works. What was that first thing that you manifested where you were like, oh, my God, I did this. Like, there, it's not a coincidence. This is real. I'm powerful. You know, I'm owning this. What was the first sort of thing you did? It can be something small. It can be something big. I was just, I thought our well, uh, listeners want to know. My, I guess I, I would say the first, like, testing it out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do have my SP. I mean, that's the. That's the big thing, but when testing Dang, it out, Greg. <laughs> oh my god! But um, the, the I was thinking testing, for like a rainbow, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we can go to that end, but like I I was gonna say like the first instance of me saying, oh no, this is this is definitely real, for me was just those little tiny tests of 
okay, you want a certain, you want to see a certain make and color of car, you want to see a, a flower, you want to see a butterfly, or uh, as Neville would do the, the ladder test or something. Um, it was for me, it was a red Jeep. I was on a very um, long road trip with uh, a couple of my friends. And there we were in like, I'm in Canada and we were in Northern Ontario. There's next to absolute nothing up there. I mean, not even a Tim Hortons or McDonald's for miles type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to see a red uh, hat, like a soft back Jeep. I know I'm going to mm. do that. It's not, there's no doubt. I'm just going to, I'm going to test this out. I, I, I don't, I don't care about timing. I don't, we have a lot of time. I don't care about the how. I'm going to see that. And mm -hmm. I kind of went out of my head for a bit. I, we started talking or whatever. And out in the middle of nowhere was a Dodge Jeep dealership. And you should have seen the row of red Jeeps that we came across. <laughs> I was yes. like, oh my God. So yeah, that was the very first instance. And of course, as I said, I do have my my SP. That was that was the, the, the long best. game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um for me, I I I was one of those people that fought fought it bought manifestation kicking and screaming the videos would come up on youtube and i would just be like this isn't real you know this is just like magic and you know oh my god but then i was like you know what what do i got to lose let me mm -hmm. manifest a cup of coffee everyone says you should try something simple yep. i'm gonna do that i wrote it down i forgot about it i was sitting in a cafe waiting for my uh drink i didn't order a coffee i think i ordered like a matcha or something and the girl comes up to me and she says, you know what? You've been so patient. You've been such a good customer. I brought you your matcha latte, but um, we just really want to give you a free cup of coffee. Um, can I get you a free cup of coffee? Sure. Like she was, she was forcing it on me, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God. Because mm -hmm. if you had asked me two weeks ago, what are the ways that you could get a free cup of coffee? You know, I would have said, Oh, maybe someone spilled something on me. Uh, maybe someone gives me a gift card. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Starbucks point something. I never would have thought someone would have just walked up to me and just told me that I was a patient person and here's some coffee. So mm -hmm. it would have, it would never occurred. And I realized at that point, oh my God, like I can do this. This is real. This isn't a coincidence. This is, this is crazy, but true. I'm going to do it. And, yeah. um, yeah, then of course I laser focused, uh, a little too hard on my SP and that <laughs> yeah. didn't come in for about seven more months after that, but still it, it did come through. It did come through, um, kind of also in a crazy way, but, but yeah, that was, that was my first moment where I realized it was real and I oh, can yeah. trust it. Yeah. And the other yeah. thing is, is how our, we don't have to do anything. How, yeah. Like, like you said, um, logically this is how something would happen but mm -hmm. it's like no no your your subconscious has got this it knows what to do already it knows what you want so your manifestations whatever you're dominantly thinking 
will automatically start chasing you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one of the things that I really, um, for a while, um, SP related, like, um, do I text them? Do I, do I do this? Do I, I, I post something on, on Instagram to get their attention? Do I do this? And yep. after a while, once I started really going in with my self-concept, really getting into the state of, no, mm-hmm. no, you're good the way you are. You're, you're going to get whatever you want it's Mm -hmm. absolutely fine just sit back you're fine yeah yeah um I I agree with you completely once I burned out you know I hit rock bottom so to speak and I just was like you know I can't devote my life to this anymore because it's actually making me like more miserable and sad Mm -hmm. I actually accepted a dinner invitation with someone else and we went to a different town because uh, they had heard that this restaurant was amazing and we have to go here. So at the time I was so ambivalent. I just wanted to go to dinner to get out of the house. You know, I was still kind of thinking about the manifestation, but every time it would pop into my head, I, I, you know, say those affirmations. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it got to the point where on the day of the dinner, I hadn't thought really about my SP manifestation in like maybe a day. You know, and that had been a, a, a landmark for me. I'd never really been able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so we went to dinner. It was fine. And we were walking past this ice cream shop. And I said, you know, this looks like a shop that I used to go to. Um, they have gelato. We should go there. And this, this per- the person I was listening was like, sure, yeah, why not? Let's get ice cream. We went. Greg, I ordered we sat down at a table by the window because I was like, let's people watch, you know, while we're doing it, it'll be fun. Who walks in, but SP number one, who walks in. Mm-hmm. Yep. He saw me and I, I had all these scenarios in those six months that I'd played out of like, you know, everything from like him coming to my door, playing with the boom box moment, very, you know, eighties <laughs> movie all oh, the yeah. way to like desperate text messages up the middle of the night. I never would have thought he would have found me in an ice cream shop in a different town, okay, while I was having dinner with someone else. That was not how I pictured it. And so he walked up to me, and we had a conversation, and I knew again, like, oh, my God, I literally did this. The Mm -hmm. one day I didn't think about it. The Mm -hmm. one day I didn't think about it. And it's like you said, we don't have to chase. Like, we are that powerful. Our brains are spirits, our, our emotions, they all kind of mix together and they make it happen for us. You know, we don't have to do anything. And yeah, I just, I love that. Thank you for telling that story. I love it. And yep. I have another question, another fun one. Go for it. Uh, so yeah, we talked about our first manifestation. Is there, um, do you, is there like a favorite, do you have like a favorite technique other than, you know, just getting in this state, of course, but kind of like a shortcut technique, you know, that when you look back now, you know, when you were kind of uh, manifesting for the first time, kind of like your first baby steps into it, do you have a technique that you just really stand by and you remember very fondly? Yes, I, I'm a big visualizer. Mm. I, I love see I'm I'm very visual person I'm very odd aud, um auditory person as well so if I can 
put even uh, like uh, YouTube meditation music on or something, and I visualize things. Like I said, the, I saw the red Jeeps in my head mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. we actually saw them. I saw certain things um, about my SP um, before he showed up. Even now, I, I, I still do. This is like you said, this is a, a lifestyle. And so mm -hmm. I still do certain things in my head with SP and I still do my self concept and everything. Um, but things that I can imagine, they, I'd say nine, yeah, maybe eight or nine times out of 10, mm -hmm. that or something like that will pop up. A conversation That's awesome. or, or, some like he says something or something happens um because i've totally released that resistance because i'm comfortable yeah. with myself yeah and yeah um, i think even in our group um uh kimberly uh she mm -hmm. actually said i can literally say i, I in my head like uh Oh, I, I want ice cream. And an hour or so later, my SP is getting me ice cream, that kind of thing. Because yeah. there is no resistance. And because you have the basis of the belief that this stuff naturally happens to me, this is just who I am. So, of course, it's yeah. going to project out. So, that's, yeah. that's where I am as well. Now, do I still have certain things? that I, I, mm -hmm. I know I need to work on? Of course. Uh, money uh, and, and, you know, living situations and stuff like that are kind of at the top of my to-do list. But even that, I'm just like, okay, I'll, I'll still get it. I, I, can, I can change my beliefs in it, but yeah, I can still admit it. Admitting is the first step to changing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny that you say that because I was so laser focused on, you know, the SP situations, uh, both with making things okay with my former uh, business partner and with the two romantic, uh, inclined SPs, um, that I, I'd been spending so much time on that, on like recreating them that I realized that I needed to do work the same way as you like on kind of sort of the more practical stuff around me and I'm kind of learning about you know who I am in that, that way as a business person and and as a as a life coach more and more so I can totally relate to that um, on the plus side though it is once you get the SC stuff figured out and if that's your driving thing which it was for me I feel a lot better about everything else so that I think mm -hmm. that that kind of the resistance there too because I just have more natural faith in it but um uh Greg mentioned Kimberly um Kimberly is sort of our sort of mentor uh we're in a group with her so in case anybody was wondering um I've mentioned her before but just you know I wanted to give that context for any first time listeners and um yeah but yeah Greg I just uh I love that and as the money Greg, by the way, it's going to come in so fast for you. I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend. I'm just saying that if someone has been following your TikTok since you had like 10 people following you, now yeah. you have 
hundreds of people <laughs> following you. Okay. And this is not a long time. It has not taken this man a long time to do that. So no. I'm, yeah, you're, you're well on your way there. So. Yeah. I was actually, I, uh, our other friend, uh, Brittany, um, I mm. said to her the other day, uh, she's doing great guns with her TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I literally said to her offhandedly, I said, you know what? this time tomorrow night, I'm going to get 150 new followers. I already know it. I already know. It's, it's already there. They're already there. I can see the number. It's all good. And literally 23 hours and 40 minutes later, I'm no. up to almost 155 new followers. Oh my so God. That's because incredible. It's, it's one of those things where you really, truly just have to let go of of the ego. You have to talk yourself off that ledge and say, "No, you know mm-hmm. what? We don't we don't need logic in this right now. Yeah. We're it will come in logically. I know that, and it will happen logically. But this stuff, as a basis, is absolutely real, and mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be. Yeah, and just let let it happen." Yeah. And for me, um, when I talk about the living in kind of delusion, one of the things is I got, I had worked with a different coach um, because I wanted to incorporate manifesting into the life coaching. So I thought I have to learn from someone who has a lot of followers. I have to learn from someone who has a program. And when I started that, it it did give me certain limiting beliefs, I'll admit. And one of them was that kind of delusional feeling where I felt like I don't want people to reflect my fear. So I can't tell them what's actually going on, you know, even though I feel like I'm lying. So it's kind of defeating the purpose of that. Um, And I understand the technique, but at the time I realized like I was not strong enough to really see it for what it was. So I always try to tell all, all of our listeners that, it's okay if you tell people what's going on. It's okay if you think you messed up. It's okay if you cry, if you give in to your feelings. When I really started doing self-concept stuff and realizing I have so much stuff with my birth parents and, you know, real kind of deep, I wouldn't even call it anger because anger would imply kind of a deep, like unreleased kind of feeling it was more like I had so much I had so many negative stories about them that because of past experiences quote unquote and I had to kind of unravel that and I did get angry during parts of that I did get very sad and I would be lying if I said that um at times I thought oh my god how strongly I'm feeling all these emotions, I'm not going to get my manifestation. I'm not going to get these new different types of relationships. And I, what I realized is it's okay because Mm -hmm. even being able to recognize that you are still there, you're still moving through the stress, you're still doing you, but you're letting go of a lot of things like crying for me and, and even just having moments of anger where I run around the neighborhood or I would, kind of cry anger laugh you know you know what I mean when those you just don't know what you're feeling it was me putting boundaries because I was experimenting I was allowing myself freedom to actually say how I'm feeling 
not how people want me to feel or how I think I would be better accepted if I felt a certain way. I was actually just saying how I feel in this moment. And um, that was letting go. So Mm -hmm. letting go doesn't mean necessarily doing everything the Neville Goddard way or doing everything, you know, Abraham Hicks way. Because I know I know a lot of people listen to Abraham Hicks. Um, this is a lifestyle. You're taking techniques and, and tips that other people give you and you're practicing with them. And it's okay if it takes time because you've got all the time in the world because it's already done. And that's that like magic loophole. You know, there's no clock anymore. You're not trying to like beat anybody at anything anymore, right? You already did it. Mm-hmm. And all you're doing now is just making it easy for you to see it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, that was a, a real gift. And um, I remember one of the first uh, group meetings with you. Um, I feel like I, I got complimented you a lot, but just to give you another compliment. Um, <laughs> I, I remember I had a moment with SP2. Um, so I have, I decided that for me, I want, I want um, my SPs to, you know, kind of be the way that I want them to be. I want to have better relationships with them. And I remember I was having an issue with one and you, I was like, but is this me not wanting to be a physician anymore? And I remember what you said to me and I will never forget it because it pops into my head sometimes. You, you were like, no, that's not you not wanting it. It's just your ego. You're trying yeah. to convince yourself you don't want it because you feel like it's going to be too hard. And I remember thinking to myself, my mind was blown because I was like, I've been doing this for have that, you know, where I need to check myself. Where I was like, you're right. And I was exactly what I was doing. Absolutely. I can see it now. I was, I'm clearly trying to convince myself of something. I'm trying to talk myself out of wanting something because I'm scared. I think you said it's because you, you have the fear. And I, I really appreciate that. And it made me laugh. And to this day, sometimes where, because sometimes when your SP's in your face and they're being irritating, it's kind of hard to like remember that you love them sometimes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just had that pop into my head where I was like, it's not that you don't want your SP, you're just upset with them, but it's fine because they're, they're going to reach and warm. And I remember thinking to myself, yeah, it's just fear. It's fear. But yeah, um, yeah I love that. that. Was- yeah, that was my uh, initial um, when I started reading Neville and Joseph, Dr. Joseph Murphy, and um, I, I also read Psycho Cybernetics and everything. It was yes. the separating the emotion from the feeling and really dissecting that part of it because it's it, the emotion isn't the thing that's going to manifest for you. Mm-hmm. Unless you yep. you give it that power. If you want shit, you will get shit. <laughs> but mm-hmm. nobody wants that. So mm-hmm. you can disregard it. You can let that go. And now I'm glad that, that people are, like you said, they are paying a little bit more attention to the ego. Because that is kind of almost the roadblock. For some people, that's the that's the wall because it, in and of itself, is something that keeps us in cycles. It it mm-hmm. that's why we get those 
those, oh, we're about to fall asleep, but then you got embarrassed by a story from the third grade, even though you've reconciled it, you know it's not your fault, but it, it pops up for some reason. And that's your ego saying, hey, uh, remember this? You don't wanna go through that again. We're not gonna go through yeah. that. So, so now, now this, this means danger. Whenever you see this, this means danger. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, it's not. It's, it's absolutely fine. We are safe in our new selves. We are absolutely safe in our desires mm -hmm. because it's inevitable for them to show up for us. It's absolutely inevitable. And yeah, I know that there's a lot of people that put time frames on stuff. I don't believe mm -hmm. in those. I think every time, <laughs> every time, every time we bring in time, it just creates a little bit more resistance for us. Mm -hmm. And I, I do like, like I said, I like certain me meditation music and, and I used to do the, I do my own affirmations. Now I've recorded my affirmations and stuff like that. Nice. But nice. I do, I did the, um, uh, the YouTube type, just general affirmations. And they would always preface things with, now, make sure you listen to this constantly for at least 21 days or six weeks or whatever. And now that I'm at this part of my journey, um, they always say for, uh, for that information to sink into the subconscious. But I think right. it's actually our ego that needs the little easing into it. I think because our subconscious mm -hmm. is constantly on, even when we're yeah. sleeping, it's on. Yep all the time yep. and it has no choice but to say yes to everything mm -hmm. that we tell it so mm -hmm. i think that those numbers that they give us are just to be like uh we're saying that it's going into your subconscious but you're actually picking this up pretty easily it's your ego that mm -hmm. you need to say you know what we're safe we're secure yeah we can be do and have whatever we want yeah yeah, and I I completely agree with you on the time thing. I think it, you know, um, for me, I think I work with a lot of clients who um, are doing SP stuff or they're doing, um, you know, different. I work with uh, certain uh, business clients who they're trying to manifest certain business deadlines and, and promote mm -hmm. like promotions and raises. And it's like, but you know, everybody else got this promotion in three and a half years and it's been four and a half and I'm already behind schedule. And, you know, they'll have that refrain. Kind of, and it's really when they look at why do I feel like I don't get it in three and a half years, I'm just not never going to get it. And when, once they look at it or you know, if I don't get my SP for the client, self-help books and about dating uh mm -hmm. masculine and feminine and, and stuff like that and it was it was really hard for her to she felt that she was too masculine she had she was a very successful business person and she was too masculine so she was never going to be able to get the guy that she wanted because he didn't like women who were too masculine and I it was only until she started kind of examining what that meant and why she was so desperate to believe that that um, she, she was able to understand that she had put herself in a weird, restrictive time frame that didn't make any sense because at the end of the day, you know, we've kind of experienced this now because we've done it for a while, but 
okay, after the end of six months, did I still want my SP? Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was not going to stop wanting him after six months. So why is it that if I don't get it within six months and I just have to give up on it? That doesn't make sense. If we are getting married, right? If you want to have a marriage with someone or if you want to have a lasting business partnership, that's 20, 25 years, 30, mm-hmm. you know, that six months is nothing, right? Two mm-hmm. months, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so when, once you start thinking of it that way, I think you're kind of like, wow, I'm just really putting a lot of pressure on myself for no reason. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to prove something I already kind of know to myself. And mm-hmm. that kind of, a uh, and that I think for me had a lot to do with, uh, with my limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it was my ego that just like needed to be coddled and, you know, mm-hmm like putting a little baby blanket almost yeah yeah but I love the visual I think I love that Mm -hmm. are you uh do you believe in that are you um one of those coaches that that Um, believes in that I believe basically uh that everybody uh, really does learn their own way and it, it like for me, like I said, it, the visualization is the thing. So I guess that could be kind of parlayed into sets. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't feel the need to go into that alpha state or that pre-sleep state or anything like that. Right. I know, I know some people that could go for hours and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I would fall asleep within 10 minutes. So I don't know what you guys are doing. But I don't, I don't really like to stay this way or that way um I think it's it's part of the self-concept journey that you really mm-hmm. do learn what resonates for you not not just the through the affirmations of your limiting beliefs or anything else it's literally how do you learn how will this sink in for you um and once things start to move along, things will just, you know, click. And yeah, yeah. you just have to let let them. You know what I mean? I, I can't. Yeah. I, I don't think I can say that enough because that was one of my things where just like you, I, I had that stranglehold on this one thing. And if this one thing didn't happen, then everything else is BS, you know, but it's mm-hmm. really not. It's 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 us you know and if you can keep things a little bit more general but customized to your kind of general then that's Mm -hmm. where where you're really going to flourish yeah and I I completely agree with you um I think sometimes we can get really focused in on kind of the latest technique or or techniques that are a little bit more popular and I know stats are really popular so a lot of people will ask me if I do stats um when I first started manifesting I did uh try stats and I I didn't actually dislike them but I found that for me um I'm kind of like you I like to visualize things and I will I would visualize whole scenes of things um where you know, kind of like what Deborah Goddard says, like, you'll have a scene where you can imagine that something has already happened, 
and this scene is the amalgamation or the end, kind of a representation of the end that you want. Mm-hmm. And I would have whole scenes of that where I'd have all these conversations with with my SP. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that that is fun. And that was a favorite. But for me, it was just really about, I would have those moments where I'd be like, oh, but it's been months, you know, or, you know, something like that. Or he's annoying you or, you know, maybe this isn't going to work out. I, and now I can just go, you know what? chill out okay I know what I'm doing I'm in control okay I can choose and I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to what I know and really just being able to self-soothe myself has really has really helped but I'm kind of like you I say throw everything but the kitchen sink at Mm -hmm. it and and see what you like Mm because you know everyone's different and and honestly some people I've met people who don't like visualizing you know they find Mm -hmm. that it it's too tedious. Um, their mind tends to wander, you know, and, and they don't like it. Um, and, and that's fine. You know, you might be one of those people that's into scripting or you might be one of those people that really likes that. Right. It's just your belief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find, uh, especially now that I've really gotten into the TikTok, uh, mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. The more, <laughs> that's what it the is. More, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the more that people affirm that something isn't working for them, you're you're manifesting that. So exactly, give your, give yourself a break, <laughs> try everything, and and that's the thing. This this isn't a trying process. This is who you are. This is figuring out exactly what you want and who you are. Your I am. And if you can at least get that out of this, even Mm -hmm. if you say, well, all these other affirmations are crap. I I can't get the money. I can't get the SP. I can't get this. Yeah. But did you Mm -hmm. get to know you? Did you persist in that? Because that is what will bring you forward. And I've seen some stories now where uh, people are like, well, I've complete, I, I, I completely given up. And years later, things started popping in that I didn't even realize that I, I thought about years earlier. And, and now I, I wish I, I would have just persisted because I probably would have had it sooner. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I dredged myself through all the BS of 3D of, of my lot in life when I could have been having this and being this all along. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. And, you know, when you really start to understand, you know, the state more and, and kind of self-concept and we have a saying on this podcast where I I like to say, you know, you don't manifest what you want, you manifest what you are, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why you can get whatever you want, because you are all of that already. And I think when you when you really start understanding that a bit more, it's kind of like, why was I so willing to believe every crappy thing that I could ever think about myself before mm-hmm. I could believe one nice thing about myself, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Why did I feel like I needed to like self-flagellate myself almost before I was allowed to have something nice or something yeah. good, you know, something I, I actually deserved? Mm-hmm. And that's where the work is, right? That's the real resistance. It's it's kind of understanding that it's it's being able to move through that, um, it's being able to see that about yourself and 
and just choosing to focus on something else, right? Yep. And yeah, that's I that has been priceless for me. Um, you know, even just feeling like, oh, I can actually ask Greg if he'd like to do um, kind of a, a Q&A, kind of an interview format. Um, you know, that's not something that I would have, it would have taken me weeks of agonizing over the exact way I was going to write the message. And what if I offend him? <laughs> what if I word it incorrectly? And, and, you know, because I like pleasing you is my goal in that moment, right? Not actually mm-hmm. having a moment with you not actually enjoying you not enjoying kind of where we both are on our journeys mm-hmm. it would have been all just about making sure that I I wrote the right message and that's what I would have manifested I would have manifested a beautiful very polite well-crafted message but maybe I wouldn't have gotten the interview maybe we wouldn't be friends because the truth is most people don't want to be close with someone or friends with someone all the time who's just out to please them right you want to be friends with someone who is their own person you want to be a coach from someone who is their own person who has their own opinions and so yeah um I just I can I just relate so hard to that and uh, just I love it so much yeah and uh if this was my still my old self-concept I probably would have taken one look at any message you would have sent me and just went uh (laughs) ghost bye Nope. Bye. Yeah. So, and that's, that's the thing. I, I do know, um, because I've seen it and it's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint how to explain to people who are still on the edge with all of this, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a believing before seeing type process. And but yeah. once things start popping in it it will blow your mind that how fast yeah. things start to pop in and like you said the the time before it seems like why why did i waste all that by by doubting so much why did i why did i switch techniques because i think it wasn't working for me why did i why did i fear this yeah. Because now yeah. I have what I want mm-hmm. and I have the longevity because of who I am now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, it, it felt to me, you know, when the manifesto started coming in, like, I, I don't know why I was hurting myself. Cause that's really what I was doing. Every mm-hmm. time I would doubt myself, every time I would freak out or panic or cry, you know, Yes, I was releasing tension at times, but other times I was just feeling sorry for myself. You know, I can admit it. Mm-hmm. And I was doing all of that and I was hurting myself because the truth is we know in our heart what we deserve. We know what we're worth and our, we know that we can get it. And every single time we kind of knock ourselves down to peg because for whatever reason, you know, and we, or we doubt the people around us, you know, for whatever reason. Um, we're kind of forgetting that, you know, and it's kind of like, why did I forget that? Why did I forget? And I think, I think what it is, is that, you know, for most of us, we have, for whatever reason, it's like, it's a habit almost to think about ourselves a certain way. And we really have to break that habit. And once we get comfortable breaking that habit, it's like, 
you know, um, we talked about it in the group. Everything that you're getting, your 3D is just like a reflection of the past, right? Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. you can start today working towards a 3D where you have everything that you want, when it catches up to you, it's going to be the same way. Oh, I got this because, you know, August 30th of 2021, I made this decision. And it's weird how you can kind of logically even do it. Even if you don't, if you're one of those people and you're kind of just dipping your toe into this and maybe it's just a little bit too woo-woo, you know, you, you like it, but you're scared. You can think about it rationally even. Like, yeah. In order to get abs, you need to start doing crunches today. You're visualizing the abs. You know that that's what you want. You're focusing on that, right? And you're putting the work in today so that two months down the line, six months down the line, you know, depending on your resistance, you have them, right? Mm -hmm. So if you even need the rational a little bit to kind of get you started, it's there for you because it is all connected together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's quite interesting how much our brain lies to us especially at the beginning and uh yeah. if there's one piece of advice that i can give overall is listen to your ego even in those especially in those worst times like where those feelings are coming from and just um like like we say in our group ask yourself why ask yourself mm -hmm. why you think you can't get this. You dissect that. And I'm not talking about going, you know, childhood traumas or anything like that. You don't have yeah. to dredge up things. But if you can at least get to a point where you can soothe your ego. And and let's face it, the odd time, I, I'm, I'm all for talking my ego down and, and and treating it like the little kid and say, no, no, we're, we're on the right track now. This is us now. It's fine. Mm -hmm. The odd time. Oh, I want to backhand it. You know what I mean? But yeah, as long as you can get to a place where, you no, know, this is, this is who I am. I'm the person that can have this now. This is who I am and I can have this. Yep. This is who I am. I am safe. So it's, yeah. as long as you can get there, I think you're, I think you're pretty good and you're well on your way. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, another kind of fun question, a little bit, this one's a little bit more deep, but it's still fun. Still fun. <laughs> when you were on your journey and, um, you know, you, you started accomplishing it, uh, you started getting closer to your goals um, or they would come in rather your manifestations would come in or you'd feel like you're on the bridge. Mm -hmm. Did you, um, did you ever kind of, uh, was there ever a moment where you kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Cause you know, we talk about in our group sometimes feeling it in your body. Do you ever have a moment where you feel it in your body? Is that something that you kind of work on a little bit or, you know, are you just, because, you know, I think that feeling the body is super important and something that I, I still definitely feel, especially my emotions, but mm -hmm. I don't, I know how to get to the state, right? So I know how yeah. to like go there now. But yeah. for those people who are, they, they know what they're doing, you know, in, in the sense that they have a good grasp on some techniques, but they're trying to manifest something big, right? The SP, the money, the promotion, the health, um, 
is there, um, did you ever find that while you were doing something like that, you, you had a moment where you felt it in your body? Are you talking like almost like a trigger, like to talk yourself down? Or yeah. Are you talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, like where you knew it was about to snap into place. Um, cause for me a, for a, a long time, when the ego would kind of get to going where I would, you know, want to lash out in that moment, I could feel my shoulder blades tightening up. And that was like, Oh, it, this is about to happen. And I can kind of just kind of nip it in the bud, you know, now I, before I even get to the shoulder blades thing, I'm like, Oh, yep. This is, you know, cause I can, the, the mumbles and the grumbles, I can kind of feel the tremors, so to speak. But, you know, for people who are kind of working on that first big thing, did you, also have something like that where you felt it in your body oh yeah um, <laughs> I don't I don't think uh, I've met anybody who doesn't know what that what those feelings are at this point yeah um, and I definitely it was in my stomach like right in the middle right where the the soft the the ribs and goes down into the abs you know right in the middle right yeah. there right in the center and in my neck, I, I, ah. I tensed up and it's just like, I don't, I don't, and I think, I don't know if you were there when I first started talking about this, where um, even after I started talking to my SP again, mm-hmm. I kept getting those little startings of it, like little feelings mm-hmm. of it. And that's where I had to say, we have what we want. Like I, I, in the past, I could say, no, we're going to get what we want. It's, Mm -hmm. there's absolutely no, no reason to stress. There's no reason to, to do that spur of the moment reaching out or, or do I have to do this or second guessing yourself? No, you can take, take that moment to take your breath and say, no, this is all good. But even when my SB came back, it was Mm -hmm. almost a, a too good to be true type feeling like oh my god is this uh how uh, how do i keep this uh do i have to do more self-concept do i have to do uh, do uh, everything like it? it's like no mm-hmm. everything is conforming how we knew it was already going to conform this yeah. is just the fruition of it and we yeah. have to like i said before we ha- just have to let it happen yeah. and I yep. think that's what really trips people up of, well, when they get into um, the techniques, into all this information, at the end of the day, you just have to let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, um, I think I agree with you completely because it's it's like, it's almost so easy that you're like suspicious of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. wait, so I just have to get myself right. And then everything's mm-hmm. going to be okay. And it's like, yes, you know, yeah. and cause you know, people will sometimes say to me, but so-and-so got their manifestation in three days, you know, the, they got yeah. their message in an hour, you know, where's my text message. And it's kind of like, I don't get me wrong. I was there. So I, mm-hmm. I completely understand. But at the same time, you know, what it is, is why is like 40 minutes so important? Why is the two hours so important? Why can't you let yourself have it? Why do you need the proof so badly, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And then when they start kind of getting into that, they're like, 
oh, so, okay, I see now that, you know, I was standing in my way, but you're mm-hmm. saying if I just remove myself, I, I, I'll be okay. And, and it's like, they still kind of want to do something. And yeah. I think um, it's just how, I think because when we're young or, you know, I think so many, for me, there's so many hustle kind of culture mm-hmm. things going around and you got a 24 seven grind. You're not going to be successful unless you're podcasting every hour, you know, on the dot, releasing every five seconds, you know, doing 50 TikToks a day, you know, algorithm, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And those things have seeped in a little bit, you know, they're mm-hmm. like limitedly limiting beliefs, even if they mm-hmm. were meant to try to motivate people. And it's kind of like, well, I'm not podcasting every single day. I'm not doing 50 TikToks. So I guess uh, I'm not a, I guess I can't do it, you know, and it's kind of like, and I think that that, that it's like, well, shouldn't I be stalking my SP or, you know, (laughs) it's like, you can, and you can still get him if you want or her, you know, or them, but you, do you really want, is that going to make you feel better about everything? And the answer is usually no. No, and yeah. <laughs> and and it's more like why do I want to do that so badly? Why do why can't I have to like sit on my hands almost because I want to text them so badly? And um, yeah, yeah. So there yeah, was in those in those moments, that's where I really um come to separate the conscious from the ego because that is literally an ego response. Your ego screaming yeah. out to keep itself in because the thing is our ego is there to keep us safe but it is only safe in patterns in cycles so even if consciously you're lonely you're broke you you don't have the success that you want it's what Mm -hmm. you're constantly telling yourself so your ego is quote unquote comfortable there so it's going right. to try to keep you there but yeah. in those instances uh you gotta say no no it's it's fine we're we're getting exactly what we want we're mm-hmm. safe in our new selves we don't need to push we don't need to check the 3d and uh like that's that's <laughs> kind of a through line for everybody i don't i don't think uh, you have to be considered new to have those types of responses because uh, it's just, I don't know, human nature, I guess, at this point where you have to get to a point with your self-concept that your ego is completely on board. And yeah. and you know you don't get those instances, you don't get those those triggers of, well, I have to do something. It's like, Mm-hmm. No, no, you don't. <laughs> really, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And um in we talked about this in group as well, but now there is a difference between setting boundaries for yourself and mm-hmm. um doing something like that weird fearful action, you know, like yes. poking the 3D. I know some people refer to it as poking the 3D, stomping on the 3D, punching it in the face, you know. <laughs> um and for me, I found that standing up for myself, even though that I was touching the 3D, that was huge for me just to prove to myself almost that, you know what, I can stand up for myself. People will still like me. I'll still get everything that I want. Everything will be fine. You know, 
me saying no, it doesn't mean the ground's going to open up, you know, and the apocalypse is going to happen. And it was like, once that didn't happen, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, I can keep doing this, you know, when it's necessary, of course. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I had a pendulum swing there for a couple of weeks where it was like, oh, I love setting boundaries. And then suddenly it was like, <laughs> no, no, no. And I really had to be like, okay, okay, hey, that was fun. Okay, we, we know we can do this. Let's neutralize, you know, let's go back to that, that, that calm place. Um, but yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. And that was very much uh, part of my original self-concept, uh, going back to how I felt unwanted and broken and everything. My uh, 3D response, my ego response, whatever you want to call it, was um, doing things, was buying things for people. It's like, well, maybe they'll like me if I, I do this now. Maybe they'll like me if I, if I keep this up. And yeah, it wasn't until I said I had to put my foot down and put me first and say, yeah. I'm not I'm not spending money on that. I'm not yeah. going to start my car up just to take you around the corner anymore. I don't need to do yeah. that. And yeah. guess what? The world didn't implode and they're still my best friend. So, yeah, you really yeah. do have to break yourself out of those cycles. And even if your ego is kicking and screaming, you have to show it that it's safe. Yep. And and that I, yep. I can't I can't stress that enough. I, I think um yep. along with self concept, it's um easing the ego. And this isn't yeah. this isn't about appeasing. It's not you're not you're not um stroking it in a way that that to prove the that you're on top of this throne that you're owed something from the world it's that no you literally control your thoughts and you let the world conform for you yeah and honestly when you said that i just i got goosebumps because i used to do that too um it it was like, I realized now it was a protective instinct, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I felt like I can't be rejected again, you know, and I need to think for my supper, you know, otherwise I, I can't, you know, I'm not going to have what I want. And I would um, capitulate all the time, you know, and everyone would say, oh, it's because you're a nice person. You're the nicest person. You know, you're yeah. so sweet. And that meant something to me, you know, that they thought I was a good person and Mm -hmm. I would capitulate and capitulate even when I didn't want to, when I was sick, I remember, you know, walking to a, to um, the hospital once because I was supposed to get a ride, but they had something else pop up. So they couldn't give me a ride. And instead of, you know, pushing back and, and demanding in that moment or finding a different way, I just was like, well, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, if there's something else going on, I'll just walk to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff. And it's only that when you talk about buying something, when I first started this journey, I had bought a birthday present for someone. I don't even like this person. Mm. Uh, I never did, still don't. Um, and I remember thinking, but I have to get them a birthday present because, like, they were having this dinner. And if I don't go to the dinner, you know, I'm not going to be invited to dinners anymore, you know, because they're going to think I don't like them. And I had a conversation with um, a friend and she was like, but you kind of don't like this person. 
And I remember arguing tooth and nail that, no, no, I really like this person. (laughs) And of course, after I got off the phone, I felt like crap. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, she's right. Like, I don't like this person. I'm just scared to admit that because in my head, I think if I don't like them, I'm a bad person. And I had to go and return the gift. And I remember I didn't want to return it. It, it, it was like, no, because there was no turning back at that point. But after I did that, I never thought, I haven't thought about her until recently. So right now, actually. And yeah, like you said, it's easing the ego. That's so, that's perfect. Such a great, you got to make a TikTok about that. People are, oh, sure. that's going to, that's going to be king busters. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Another fun question. Um, what kind of, do you have any books that you'd like to recommend to people? Uh, is there like a, kind of like a, a book that you, um, you know, for someone who maybe they're not really into the YouTube videos, you know, maybe they just watch TikToks every now and again. Is there a book that you'd recommend, um, you know, to like step into? Well, basically, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, The Complete Reader by Neville Goddard. Um, mm-hmm. That one's uh, pretty good. Uh, the Law and the Promise is particularly good. Um, and of course, um, if you really want to go into the, the self-concept, like you said, the psycho-cybernetics. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I really love The Power of the, of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a bit more down to earth. He, he, the way that it's written is a bit more digestible. Um, yeah. and he, it's, it's almost like, uh, Neville goes into certain, I mean, dare I say sermons in his books, but, yeah. um, yes. Dr. Joseph Murphy, he really does break it down and say, okay, so this person thought this much uh of a a certain subject and look what popped into the reality and it's Mm -hmm. very straightforward he was a very down-to-earth man even though neville goddard and uh dr joseph murphy were taught by the same person about all right right um right yeah it was i think it was just even their upbringing and everything so um yeah uh definitely power of the subconscious mind i would place that ever so slightly above uh the complete reader by neville (laughs) and and i i agree with you i love um i love that book as well and i do think that it is more i wouldn't i wouldn't say more maybe practical might not be the right word but it it is a little bit more practical and that it's easier to understand it seems a little bit more every day um yeah and i love that and and we had, we talked about this a little bit off the pod, so to speak, but one thing that I realized is that everything's kind of all connected together. And I, I was flipping through a Tony Robbins book one day in a doctor's office. And I remember he talks about happiness is not really reaching the goal, but it's the feeling of progress, so to speak. And I remember thinking, oh my God, that's manifestation. That's literally manifestation. And I realized like, all the books, you know, all the teachers, they're all kind of connected together. You know, they might use different words, they might have, you know, different parables or different metaphors, you know, euphemisms for things, but it's all the same thing. It's, oh, definitely. it's assuming that you can do better, it's believing that you can do better, 
eight. And finally, just knowing that you are better. Mm-hmm. And, and then th- there it is. You're better, you know? Um, and I and, always... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, um, no go I, ahead. I, I, <laughs> I always <laughs> find it very funny um, how people kind of disregard this kind of stuff as like, you know, quote unquote, new age type stuff. And really, it's not. It's it's mm-hmm. seeped into us. I mean, you look at any kind of, oh God, pop culture, you know, the hero's yeah. journey, everything. Yes, Joseph it's, Campbell. It's what yes. This, yes, it's what this is. And mm-hmm. it's always been a part of us. It's just that technology and where we've come in the last, you know, 150 years with uh, interconnectivity and everything. That's what's come to the forefront. And people like to think like, oh, this is, like you said, people come into this and think that it's woo-woo or, 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 you know, that we're going to put our crystals on the windowsill and stuff like that. When, sure, if that's what you want to believe in, and that's that's awesome, but it's just us. It's always been just us. Mm -hmm. And this information has always been there. It's yeah. just that now it's more easily accessible because, you know, we have things like uh, YouTube and TikTok and podcasts and everything else. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's quite interesting to see once you get on this journey, you really, uh, I think uh, even Kimberly said, you can you can say you don't really want to do this anymore, but you can't recork the bottle as it were, yeah. because you're going to see the instances everywhere because they truly are everywhere where you can yep. track somebody's self-concept in a movie and uh, even rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Oh my God. They literally take our teachings and put yes. it up on the screen because it's always this uh, seemingly well put together person that, that goes through something that meets someone that they know they want, right. but then a setback happens and, oh, I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. And then, then they come, uh, their come to God type moment of, mm-hmm. or that aha moment. And they start working on themselves and things start to, to happen. And then, like you said, uh, the third act is their love interest running through the airport to them or somebody finally saying, well, uh, we interviewed everybody, but you got the job or, you know, it's right. Seep, right. It's, it's seeped into us, even if it's yeah. not, you know, law of attraction, law of assumption, conscious manifestation. It's always there and, and it's always been there. Oh, my God, Greg, I'm squealing almost in my heart. The fact that you just said that. I had done a podcast episode um, months ago about the movie Serendipity and how Ooh. that was literally manifesting play by play. You can't even, you can't unsee it. I yeah. mean, they're finding the, they're detaching from their manifestation. They're laser focused in on their manifestation. You know, they're getting the synchronicities, you know, that kind of thing. Finally, when they give up on each other, yeah. there it is, you know? And I had a comment, someone had said, yeah, you know, I liked that and it was cute, but real life doesn't work like that. And I remember saying, but why can't it work like that? Why are we telling ourselves that we can't have that? I don't know about you, but I want that. I want to meet someone in the ice skating rink with a glove. 
you know, mm-hmm. I want someone to run through the airport for me, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I, and, and to me, that is 100% achievable, you know, it might not look exactly the way that it did in that film, but it's logical. And, mm-hmm. and, and I remember thinking, we can have that. So that's, I love that you just said that, because you're absolutely right. It is something that is so we obviously want it, because we keep making these movies, we keep going back to these stories. And, you know, Tony Robbins is as popular as ever, despite people, you know, dismissing him, maybe. And he's still selling millions of books. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we we need, I think. And we, we want an outlet for and we want people to kind of give us advice and different avenues for it. Um, and it's, we talked about it in a group once, how at the end of the day, I don't think anyone needs a life coach. Like you and I, mm-hmm. we're kind of personal trainers so to speak, like, we help you, if you want to tighten up those obliques a certain type of way, you know, we're, we're showing you the path, but you're always manifesting, you can yeah. do it by yourself, right, and, and I think that, uh, I don't know, I, I love that you said that, that's so powerful, oh, I love it, yeah, so and great. some people, like, I, like you said, they don't really need this uh, like they don't really need to buy the books and and buy the coaching and everything, but mm-hmm. for those odd moments that you're just like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know mm-hmm. where this is coming from. They just need a nudge in the right direction, and it's it's literally giving up that old self, yeah. being the new and. I'm going to say it again. Let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just let it in. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm so glad that you brought that up because my next question would be, what's like your favorite kind of romantic comedy that you're just like, boom, that's manifesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, can't even answer that. I don't even really watch TV <laughs> or movies anymore. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I like I say, the serendipity is definitely uh, one of the ones where I, it did kind of click for me as well. Uh, once yeah. I saw it years later, um, and yeah. knowing about the consciousness of everything, but mm-hmm. um, I I could almost say like maybe not SP related, but the fact that you do have the power inside you all along, I mean, pick a Marvel movie, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, you, yeah. You, they, they drag themselves, they think that they're all powerful, then, you know, shit hits the fan, they have mm-hmm. to go in this soul searching journey, they, they tighten up their self concept, they, they get their focus back on, no, this is, this this is who I am. This is what I need to do. And they do it mm-hmm. and it happens. And even in those times where it, even in the final fights, it might not look favorable. They know yeah. for a fact they're going to win and they inevitably do. Yeah. So yeah. I could, I'd say that. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they definitely were reading Joseph Campbell, the writers of all of those Marvel films for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing I like about those movies is because I think sometimes when we're working on a bigger manifestation, 
it's like we know we're we got the power we have the juice but we're kind of like but what if I can't get this one big thing you know or I got that but what if I can't get this and it's when I watch like a Marvel movie I'm like these are people with superpowers right they know they have the superpowers they've literally seen things work out and yet they question you know because that's kind of what we do I think as human beings you know we like the certainty. We like knowing a hundred per thousand percent, mm-hmm. and um, and and so I think that those movies are awesome for that too. Just mm-hmm. kind of getting you through those moments and kind of yep. being like, oh yeah, I can be compassionate with myself, right? Yeah, yeah. And like I say, uh, I'm also into uh, video games and all that, so you see that a lot in uh, the, yeah. especially story-driven yeah. video games. So. Yeah, like I say, it's it's a through line uh, <laughs> for everything, basically. All popular yeah. popular culture. It's it's all about manifestation, basically. It, it is. It is, and it's like like you said, you can't unsee it because it it's there. And even in science, um, I was reading an article about string theory the other day, and I was like, oh, that's just uh, you know, realities, multiple mm-hmm. realities there it is, you know, that's literally all string theory is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, there we go. But because it's like a physics, you know, paper, then suddenly it's, you know, credible, right? So yes. to speak. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but anyways, yeah. Okay. So Greg, I have really enjoyed having you on the pod and um, God, it's just, I'm so excited and I'm just so happy to, you know, introduce you to some of the listeners and, yeah, I just thank you so much for making the time to, to do this. You know, I know you're you're really busy, and um, I just I see so much success um, for your TikTok. I know your YouTube channel is going to go gangbusters as well. And yeah, I just uh, I just it's funny because I remember one of the first uh, meetings that we had, and people were some of the other members they were joking around and saying, "Oh, it's time for manifesting with Greg." But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it is time for manifesting with Greg. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. yeah, it's uh it's one of those things where it's kind of surreal in a way, but also expected because I knew this would this was how things were supposed to be for me all along. Yeah. And I'll say it I'll say it one more time. I just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you did. Yeah. That's all well, you did. thank you so much for having me. I mean it was it was my pleasure to be here as well. Yeah. And I just, uh, yeah, thanks for, you know, contributing and giving your voice, uh, kind of lending your voice to this podcast and, and just your honesty and your sincerity when you're answering the questions. Like, I know our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. Sometimes they get tired of just listening to me, maybe <laughs> it's nice just to get a fresh voice in there. And I, it, this is, like I said, uh, our first, so you are the, the first person um, the first guest. So a lot of firsts. And um, I think that they'll get a kick out of it. So I really appreciate you. Awesome. Very good. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you guys for listening. I hope this helps you. I hope it gives you some good cheer, some good food for thought. And as always, love and light. Thank you so much.